Preta Manje has partnered with JDE Peets to introduce its branded coffee machines to places where the chain cannot reach with its own baristas, such as convenience stores, forecourts, universities, healthcare facilities, and workplaces. The move comes after the business pivoted in response to the pandemic, which saw the company fight for survival after its fall of the skyscraper strategy catastrophically backfired as city centers emptied during lockdowns. Guy Meekin, UK trading director, Preta Manje said, We are excited to be working with JDE Peets to launch Pret Express, our first ever self-serve coffee machines. This is new territory for Pret, which will allow more people across the country to enjoy Pret's organic coffee and tea on the go, in places where there isn't the right space to set up a new Pret shop. Using the latest technology from JDE Peets, Pret Express will give people a delicious and convenient coffee boost at the touch of a button. Pret is following up on its recently introduced aluminium coffee pods, also in partnership with JDE Peets, and is doing so to put themselves where the people are. JDE Peets, one of the world's largest consumer coffee companies, will be providing the self-service technology. JAB Holdings, the privately owned consumer goods and services giant, controls both JDE Peets and Preta Manje. JAB Holdings managing partner Olivier Goudet is also chairman of Preta Manje and Peets. As a result, it is not surprising that the companies are seeking ways to work together to grow their businesses. It is likely that we will see more announcements for collaboration between the two companies in the future. Up to 21 different drink recipes will be available in the self-service machines that provide Pret's organic coffee and tea. Sarah Lonorgan, Marketing Director Professional UK and Ireland, JDE Peets commented, Expectations for coffee and tea on the go have evolved, with people seeking the highest quality experiences at any location. Through this innovative partnership, Pret Express will deliver a wider range of products across all out-of-home segments, to a broader audience than ever before. We are delighted to partner with Pret to debut this powerful new contender to the coffee-to-go market and look forward to seeing this in action. It was revealed in July that Pret had trademarked the name Pret Express under the categories of vending machines and coffee vending and dispensing machines. Pret Perks has also been trademarked, suggesting it may be planning a loyalty or incentive scheme following the success of its £20 a month coffee subscription. Earlier this month, the Coffee Board proposed to the Food Safety and Standards Authority of India to reduce chicory content in coffee. The Coffee Board has been pursuing this matter for a while, as the addition of chicory, while traditional among the country's coffee producers, for reasons we'll explain could be misleading to the consumer, and results in a product that may appear as inferior, lower-quality coffee. They made a fresh proposal after not all stakeholders agreed to the idea. The new proposal stated that product made only from coffee beans, should be labeled as 100% coffee. Those that contain a chicory content that's less than the coffee content, should be labeled as, coffee with chicory, while those that contain more chicory than coffee should be labeled, chicory with coffee. The proposal seems to be a sensible one to clear up any confusion and ensure the consumer understands what they are buying. At the moment, the amount of chicory allowed in a product labeled as coffee is up to 49%.
The inclusion of chicory was introduced during the Second World War, when coffee production plunged. When added to coffee, the brew gets a distinct flavor, and appears stronger. Nowadays, brands are adding more chicory content to protect their margins as coffee prices climb. Karnataka is one of the largest coffee-producing cities in the country, and the impact on coffee quality is also impacting the city's reputation. However, stakeholders in northern India, particularly chicory growers, are against this new proposal as they claimed it would affect their business, and presumably, consumers are used to paying lower prices for products labeled as coffee. The proposal by the Coffee Board provides a clear understanding between producers and consumers. If the chicory content is reduced, coffee will be priced higher. Some business representatives are concerned about how consumers will react to the relabeling of products and the disclosure of the level of chicory content. Ugandan company, Kariko Cafe Connoisseur, has adopted blockchain technology to trace coffee from farmers to shipments. As there has been growing interest from consumers to be able to trace products they buy back to the origin, producers are hoping they can attach a premium, which can be used to enhance farmers' standard of living. Blockchain technology can be defined as a decentralized, distributed ledger technology that records transactions associated with an asset. If implemented correctly, it becomes impossible to tamper with, without giving away that the system of record can no longer be trusted. This makes it a secure way to track the movements of goods. The first blockchain certified shipment of coffee products by the Ugandan Coffee Company arrived in South Africa last month. This blockchain certification allows consumers to track the journey of the goods, from the drop-off points for the farmers to the warehousing and shipping. This information as well as other related information like type of coffee bean, the year it was harvested and where it's grown, can be accessed via the product's QR codes or the certification site, provenance.org. Kariko Cafe Connoisseur CEO Mwambu Wanandia stated, the idea is to give the consumer an appreciation of what happens on the journey, and also to ensure that there's more linkages with the farmer. Traceability is important because people are increasingly concerned that farmers get rewarded for their work. The rising interest in the traceability of goods means that consumers could be willing to pay more for this information. As a result of that, this innovation by the Ugandan company hopes to be able to boost farmers' income by 10%. Tracing the origins of goods, especially coffee, has been a topic of discussion for a while, and blockchain technology offers a feasible solution to this traceability matter. Not only does it meet consumer demands, but it also has a positive impact on farmers. Tata Coffee saw net profit boosted by 26.55%, in part led by increased sales of instant coffee in India. The instant coffee business has skyrocketed in terms of export volumes and turnover, as compared to the equivalent quarter last year, despite the lack of demand for out-of-home channels due to the pandemic and higher freight costs. The company focused their efforts to boost efficiency on internal operations instead, which also helped explain the jump in net profit, even as revenue from operations only nudged upward by 0.56%. Managing Director of Tata Coffee, Charco P. Thomas stated, Despite challenging conditions of unprecedented freight cost increases and inflationary pressures on input costs, including power and packing material, our overall performance has improved. Our India instant coffee performance has been robust.
we have seen stable performances across key geographies. Tata Coffee's Vietnam operations are also stable, in spite of the leap in ocean freight costs. In fact, the company's total profit grew because of the improved performance. Thomas stated, Our Vietnam operations continue to be healthy despite higher sea freight costs, and order pipeline continues to be encouraging. Our subsidiary, 8 O'Clock Coffee, EOC, has during the quarter recorded improved performance on account of favorable channel mix and better cost management. Massachusetts-based coffee tech startup, Cometeer, raised another $35 million in their Series B funding round. The company will use the funding to finish building its headquarters in Gloucester, Massachusetts, as well as expanding their team and roaster partnerships. Cometeer transforms coffee beans into flash-frozen pucks. These pucks are cryogenically frozen using liquid nitrogen and are sealed in capsules, which keeps the flavors intact. To make the coffee, pods can be brewed through melting the pucks by dropping them in either hot or cold water. The pods are able to stay fresh for up to three years and kept in the freezer, or up to three days, when kept in the refrigerator. The latest funding round is the largest investment so far, bringing the raised total to $100 million. The company has not revealed its valuation or revenue. Cometeer will use the funds to finish its 70,000-square-foot headquarters in Gloucester, Massachusetts. The startup also plans to expand its team. Since the previous round of funding, the number of workers went from 12 to 120. Co-founder and CEO of Cometeer Matt Roberts stated, We're hiring folks from Apple, Tesla, Palantir, and Wayfair. We are talking about real tech companies, real tech employees coming into the coffee industry because they see the opportunity to change an industry that's really been stuck in its old ways. Cometeer sources its coffee beans from specialty roasters in the U.S., making sure that the roasters they are partnering with pay coffee farmers above the fair trade minimum. The latest funding will also focus on expanding their roaster partnerships. Roberts explained. Our roasting partners are the backbone of Cometeer. Equally as important as superior tasting roasts, considerations amongst our roasters is their support of coffee farmers and commitment to direct trade purchasing at equitable prices, multiple times the fair trade minimum. We are focused on building out a diverse group of roasting partners with unique backgrounds, sourcing techniques, and roasting styles. Alongside these partners, we look to support the decommoditization of the coffee industry. While the startup is focused on direct-to-consumer at the moment, there are four types of roast to choose from, with a base shipment of 32 capsules for $64 as a monthly subscription. Cometeer is also piloting business-to-business -business coffee solutions, which they hope to bring to market in the future. Go to www.bartalks.net for the full articles. I look forward to seeing you all next week for the latest stories in the world of coffee. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts, including the popular weekly Bean Talk with Nick and Max, interviews, and of course, the Coco Newscasts.